our processes, training, and marketing really align with what our customers care about most? In this short series, I'm covering some topics I think are sometimes forgotten but are critical to address when developing raving fans. Stay tuned to hear about a critical topic we must be mindful of that is almost never talked about. Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time. Between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place, feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. So imagine you're sitting in a car in a parking lot of your local grocery store, waiting for your spouse inside or waiting for a child or a friend, whatever, and you see someone come out of the store pushing a cart full of groceries. They unload the cart of groceries and push the cart out of their way into uh, you know, the parking spot next door to their car. You assume that they're going to do this temporarily or later on going to put the cart away. But then you see them get in their car and the next thing you know, they've driven away and that empty grocery cart is still sitting there blocking a perfectly good parking spot. Now, the vast majority of us, myself included, will have some real thoughts about this act. Whether right or wrong, doesn't matter. Instantly, most of us, at least for me anyway, I will immediately have some judgment about what that person just did. And I don't take it into consideration in that moment sitting here right now, I can, but in that moment, sitting there in my car in the parking lot, I won't necessarily take into consideration. Maybe they just forgot. Maybe they have a loved one on life support and they're really distracted. Maybe something really bad in their life is happening and they're, and they're just not thinking straight. None of that comes to mind for me, at least. And most of the people I know, when we see them leave that cart sitting there, I think how selfish Really? You couldn't be bothered to put your shopping cart away? That's that's something beneath you? That's something that somebody should have to be paid to do? <laughs> Did you forget your crown at home today? You know, th- those are the kinds of thoughts that I'm thinking when I see something like that. We have these thoughts about this person putting their needs above everyone else's. And it's not right. You know, in some cases, you know, people, for, we're human. We, we owe each other some grace, I would say. But in those moments, grace is sometimes not easy to find. And it's just instinctual, whether whether it's right or not, whether it's fair or not, is not relevant to this conversation. It's a thing. That's what's relevant to this conversation. What's relevant to this conversation is this is a, a guttural, instinctual reaction we have that in hindsight, later on, we can go, yeah, geez, who knows? They might have had a bad day. Maybe their kid was sick. Maybe, maybe they had a fight with their spouse. Who knows, right? Later on, we can kind of uh, come to terms of, in some cases, not all. But in some cases, that person maybe didn't deserve the harsh judgment we threw at them, even though they don't even know what happened. Because in some cases, you know, life gets in the way of stuff. That is not the point, though. The point is, in that moment, these are the instinctual responses we have. We might not say anything, but whether or not we speak out is not a reflection of how we feel. That gut reaction of disdain, immediately challenging another person's selfishness or how they assess and conduct uh, conduct themselves based on their needs versus everyone else's needs. It's powerful, it's immediate, and instinctual. 
And as service providers, we must remain aware of this and avoid our customers reacting to anything we do in this manner. So what are the kinds of things that our customers would judge us on, fairly or not, right or wrong, but what are the kinds of things that they would have this instinctual, guttural, immediate, negative response to that we do? Now, easy examples are things like using floor protectors, or some folks call them booties. We're protecting their property, especially if you live in an area where it's wet or muddy, especially if it's been raining, for example. If somebody's out working on something in your yard, you know, be a, a plumber or a roofer or a, a, a contractor of some sort, it's raining, they walk through the, the dirt or a puddle outside and they come in somebody's house and they don't put anything on their feet to, to protect the customer's property, that is something that they will go, hmm, all right, you can't be bothered to protect my stuff. All right, got it, noted. Could be things like being nice to their pets. People have very strong attachments to their pets. You walk in the door, somebody who's got a, a dog, and you don't, you know, the dog comes up to you, and you just kind of ignore it. You don't pet it. What, I, you know, some people react to that stuff. They see these kinds of things as as indicators of respect, integrity, and taking care of their stuff. The level of peace of mind they they can have to to trust you to to take care of their other stuff, the things that they can't see. If you're working in their attic, they're not going to go up there and see that. If you're, work, if you're working in their crawl space, they're not going to go down there and see that. They're not going to stand over your shoulder and watch everything you do. These things that they see are kind of how they develop their assessment of how much we care about their stuff, for example, in these two cases. You know, in the old days, um, cigarette butts were a big thing. If you had if you had crews of people, and still, for, I'm sure they still are for some folks, but uh, in the old days, it was way more prevalent. Um, my wife and I are actually remarking, we went to uh, Las Vegas a couple weeks ago, and it's odd now to smell cigarette smoke. You know, in the old days, it was just commonplace everywhere. But anyhow, um, in the old days, cigarette butts was a big deal. You would have, you know, people on crews, guys on, on job sites and customers, customers' homes, and they would smoke and they would throw their cigarette butts on the ground. And I would like lose my mind. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You can't do this. And they would just kind of look at me like, what? what? What's the problem? Like, it's no big deal. And I would, you know, try to explain this stuff to them. Like, like it's not a big deal to you because you smoke. It's a big deal to people who don't smoke, who don't want cigarette butts in their yard. Um, those are the kinds of things, you know, again, that's an example from the old days. But nowadays, like just being on time, you know, not being on time. You say you're going to be there between 9 and 10, and you show up with no phone call, no text, no alert of any sort, and you roll in at, you know, 1235. People are going to have a reaction to that, just like they will the shopping cart. You're putting your needs above somebody else's. You're supposed to be doing your part to, to, you know, to take care of me. So oftentimes how we assess and address these issues is the sole criteria customers use to assess our performance. And these are just as important, if not more important, when we think that, they're, that the customer is not looking, but they really are. It would be way worse to do a great job of putting on your, your floor protectors when they're watching you know, you come in, you make your grand presentation, you know, your, your grand entrance on the way to making your big presentation at the at the kitchen table. And you're you're doing a great job there. And then fast forward 30 minutes, you're coming in the back door and you don't put the floor protectors on then because you've already sold a job or you think they can't see or whatever. In those cases, it's it's maybe worse to, to do a good job up front or at the front door and do a terrible job after you sold the job uh, or when you think they're not looking. Um, 
you know, they, they, they will have this in this perception and maybe fairly earned, uh, or fa- fairly, uh, uh, developed, uh, perception that we're only putting on a show. We're sh- we're trying to show them that we care, but really we don't. And that is maybe more dangerous than not doing it at all. So this is why it's important to have an avatar in mind. You know, one of the things we're talking about in this series, we're, we're talking about a number of things in the series that in almost all cases, you can't possibly know these things for everyone. I can't possibly know for everyone. Do they care about cigarette butts or not? Do they care about being on time or not? Do they care about floor protectors or not? But I better know those things for my customer. I better know for my customer, are these the things to pay attention to? And if not, what are the things to pay attention to? Because there are things that we need to pay attention to. There are these shopping cart things that that they will use to assess our performance. And they may be a part of how they assess our performance. They may be entirely how they assess our performance. But if we if we don't know this about our customer and we do one of these shopping cart things, again, the floor protector is like a super simple example. You know, you walk in somebody's house and you track mud into their house. And, you know, they're a person who just, who values that and sees that as a complete sign of disrespect. Imagine coming in somebody's house like that who who's in a culture where they are typically used to people taking their shoes off but you can't, you can't do that. You can't tell your guys to work without, without work boots on. That's against the law, probably in most states. You have to have some kind of protective footgear on. So imagine you go into that house where these people have their, their lines of shoes along the, the wall by the front door, and your person walks in the front door tracking mud in. Like, imagine how off the charts disrespectful they would perceive that. So if we aren't tuned into those things, we are, we are stepping in a hornet's nest big time. So our processes will either not address this stuff at all, in which case we're going to fail. Like we don't, we don't address this. We don't acknowledge this. We don't, do, we don't learn this stuff. We don't teach this stuff to our employees. And we just kind of leave it to their best judgment to figure things out, in which case we are going to fail. We are going to step on these shopping cart issues with our customers, period, full stop. It's going to happen. Or we try to address this for everyone. We say, well, everyone has a problem with this stuff, so we're going to do it this way. Everyone cares about that, so we're going to do it that way. And in some cases, there might be universal things that are like that, like being on time would be one of them. But eventually, if we're trying to do this stuff for everyone, our people are going to give up on these things because they it's not true for everyone. Not everyone cares about floor protectors. I would argue that if you have a, a service business, that's something to really pay attention to. But my point is, they will be taught by experience that the, th- the things we're saying really matter, in some cases don't really matter. So it's important for us to say, these are the things that matter to our ideal client. The kinds of folks that we want to attract, these things matter to. Is it 100%? No. But we know that for our client, this stuff matters. So that's the way I would suggest this stuff is, not, is, is of course, not addressing these things at all is a terrible idea, I think. And trying to do this stuff in a way that only applies to everyone is a terrible idea because it's just not, it's not realistic. We have to know who our client is and find out what these shopping cart things are for our client or our ideal client. Because when we're when we're aware of these things and addressing them, we'll get it right. And they will tell their friends about the things they care about. Hey, you won't believe this company. They put they put they came in and out of our house 15 times probably. And every single time, even when they thought I wasn't looking, they put those little booties on. How great is that? That's the kind of stuff they tell their friends about. That's the kind of stuff they write reviews about. And when they tell their friends and they write reviews about those things, we attract more people who value those things. The reason for this is, is 
people can only our customers can only can can um, contextual or they can only they can only value what they can understand, see, and contextualize. And so we do this kind of mental shortcut where we go, okay, you're coming and putting a new HVAC unit in. I don't know. You said something about a left-handed flux capacitor. I don't know what that is. Whatever. You seem like you're a competent person. But you put your floor protectors on every time you came in. You put those little booties on every time you came in my house. We do this mental shortcut because we're lazy. We're people. We're lazy. And what's the alternative? What am I supposed to do? Am I going to follow your guy around all the time and figure out, like, is, does he look like he knows what he's doing when he takes apart the side of my HVAC unit? No, I'm not going to do that. We're going to do this mental shortcut, which is you put your booties on. You clearly care about my stuff. Therefore, you're probably going to do a good job on my on my HVAC unit. Is that right? Is that is that the way we would want it? Maybe not. But that is reality. More on that in a minute. First, let me take a minute to tell you about this new program I have, the Service Business Academy. I'm really excited about it. So do you ever wish you had a team of people who were truly rooting for you and deeply wanting you to succeed and who you could trust to ask questions about any problems you're facing and how to solve them? Do you ever wish you could get the shortcuts to obstacles in front of you so you didn't have to learn things through trial and error? Do you ever wish somebody would have warned you about a problem that, that now, in hindsight, is so obvious, but you couldn't see it coming beforehand? Do you want to establish controls in your business that will lead to, to, to your comfort, peace of mind, and freedom? Do you want to learn strategies that, to get employees to want to do the right thing instead of needing to be forced to do the right thing? Do you want to shorten your learning curve by avoiding mistakes others have made and instead implement strategies that have been proven to work for others facing your exact challenges? Do you want to increase profitability, but not by unnecessarily paying for mistakes others have made and, and can warn you about? So if you've answered yes to any of these questions, then you're going to want to be a part of this new group membership I'm offering called the Service Business Academy. This new group includes a live Zoom call each week where we diagnose and solve your immediate problems on the spot. You show up to the call, you've asked a question, we answer it as a group to solve your problem immediately. You'll also get access to my entire video library of courses and Zoom call recordings. So if you can't make a meeting, don't worry. The stuff is hosted on the website so you can watch it. Plus, there's a whole lot more. Our official launch is June 1st, but the group is already meeting and solving problems business owners are facing. Membership costs less than you think. I promise price was not likely to be an obstacle here. And you can try it at no charge. There's no risk. So all you got to do to try it at no charge is send a quick introductory email to hello at serviceindustrysuccess.com with the word group in the subject line. Just do a quick introduction. Your name, name of your company, how many employees you have, that's plenty. Just a quick introduction to hello at serviceindustrysuccess.com with the word group in the subject line. All right. So we must know who our customer is so we can identify and learn what their quote-unquote shopping cart issues are. I think these are, are massively important because when you get these things right, these are the things that, that prompt them to tell people, whether it be reviews or referrals or testimonials or talking to their friends over coffee or you know, they go to their friends with, to the mall and they're just talking about, hey, I just had to have this thing done. You won't believe how great this company. Here's why they were great. Because of these things that they care about. They're not likely to do that because... You know, the, the bolts were put in right. The wiring was put in right. The plumbing was put in right. That's not why they do these referrals. They do these referrals and testimonials and reviews based on the things they really care about, which are these things where they, they judge. Do we care about their stuff, for example, right? So we need to, we, we need to be clear about these things so we can attract, attract more of our ideal client. We can't do the, all these things. Some of these things we can, but not all these things we cannot do in like a universal fashion. And we can't just assume that our employees are going to get this stuff naturally. So one of the key ways we can do this is by identifying what will annoy them, our customers, and, and have them second-guessing us. Like, what are the things that would make them go, hmm, if you're willing to do that, 
What else should I be paying attention to? Those are the kinds of questions we want to get out in front of. We also want to get out in front of the things that, that, that will make them go, wow, I didn't even expect you guys to do that really well. And you did that really well. Holy smokes. Those are the kinds of things that prompt people to, to tell folks. So these shopping cart issues, I think, are a great place to start with those things. And you can literally just explain the shopping cart story with your team. In two minutes, they will completely understand the context of what you're describing, that feeling you're describing. We all have it. And you completely remove it from the context of their business where they're going to have this approach where the customer should think this and it's not reasonable for the customer to think that. And if they're thinking that, they're probably not very good people anyway. Like it, it removes all those obstacles we have in training by explaining the shopping cart thing. And like, you know that feeling you get when you see somebody do that? You know that feeling you get when you see somebody leave a, a shopping cart empty in a handicapped parking spot? What kinds of things do you think we would do or a company like ours could do to our customer that would give them that feeling? And just see what your people say. Your employees will have all the right answers. And if they don't, if they miss a couple, you can fill in the gaps. But this is this is a thing for our, our people to understand. They can only understand, they, they can only appreciate, our customers can only appreciate what they can see, understand, and contextualize. They When you say you're going to replace the left-handed flux capacitor, they have no capacity to know if that, if that took 37 years of training, if you're one of 17 people in the entire world who can do that, or like every single HVAC guy that they see can do this. They have no way to contextualize that. What they can contextualize is how you address these things that they really care about. And how you do anything is how you do everything. Again, our processes will either not address this at all or try to address these things universally, which is not applicable and appropriate in all cases. I would recommend... We address the thing, figure out, identify and address the things that really matter to our client, the clients we want to have. And I and I know that over the last few years, this has not been important stuff. I know this entire series, some of the people listening are, are probably thinking, Brian, marketing is something I haven't had to worry about in three years. I get it. The reason I'm doing this series is because this is going to be more important than it has been in a long, long time in the coming years. It is going to be a thing again, marketing and messaging and addressing things that annoy people and and, and hit the right buttons to let them know we're, we're addressing the things they care about. It's going to be more important than it's been in maybe three to five years. It's going to be a big thing again. We have to get out in front of this stuff now so our team is prepared when that, when that change happens. These periods of time where things are just awesome and we have more work than we can get to, they do not last for decades. They last for a few years, and it's been a few years. So that's why I'm focusing on this series. We're going to have to retrain ourselves and our team about these things we haven't really had to pay attention to that much recently. So, all right, uh, to try my new group, Service Business Academy, where we, again, we provide immediate problem solving uh, to your, all your problems you're facing. And come check out the first one, no charge. Just send a quick introductory email to hello at serviceindustrysuccess.com with the word group in the subject line. Also, if you haven't had a chance yet, subscribe, share, rating, review, send this thing to a, this podcast to a, send this episode to somebody, just, you know, a little forwarding button and text it, email it, uh, Facebook, Messenger it. Like, there's all kinds of ways to send this stuff. You know somebody who's a business owner and, and, and uh, who has a small business, and you know, don't, don't let them suffer with this stuff. Uh, you never know what episode might help somebody out, and that's what we're trying to do is help as many people as possible. So that's it for this week, and I will see you all next week.